to offer you but my weak and fragile yes here i am here i am i'm a living sacrifice hello ladies welcome to the daily bread podcast hosted by the women well we pray today you are brought near to the father's heart and you receive daily bread from his presence through this conversation enjoy well, I am so excited for today's episode. Um, you know, I was even asking myself this morning, how am I even going to introduce this incredible gift? Um, because there really are no words to describe her. But all I could think was gift, gift, gift. Mm-hmm. And that's what she is. She's a gift to mm-hmm. me. She's a gift to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. She's a gift on the earth. And I am so blessed that the <laughs> Lord brought me to Dallas, Texas um, to be here with her. And it's really been a gift for me mm-hmm. and for my family and for our community. Um, she just is that. So wherever she walks into, she's just she marks people and it's by his presence and so I'm so excited to have you Larissa Miller on <laughs> with us Thank and I you. think it's really significant that you're on because even before this all began with the well and the Instagram lives and the podcast I remember just being so drawn to you and asking you your thoughts on it all and you brought so much wisdom, and even in the simplicity of praying together, we found so many answers mm-hmm. in what's happening. And so, even with this podcast, uh, we branded it Daily Bread, mm-hmm. and it came out of a place of prayer with you and I, um, mm-hmm. where I just started feeling the weight of the Lord's invitation Hmm. and what he was asking Mm -hmm. and I remember after we prayed he said daily bread Mm -hmm. it's just like daily bread Mm -hmm. like you know you the yoke is easy and the burden is light amen so I just even want to introduce that because I really feel like that that's who you are Mm -hmm. you you know I mean you lead so incredibly and you have so Mm -hmm. much Mm. Uh, but it just seems so easy mm. when you're doing it because mm. you're so yoked to him. Thank you, so Lord. I would love just to introduce you that way because mm. um, you've really you've really inspired me to mm. do the same. And so mm. when I see you, I'm like, okay, daily bread, like daily bread. Mm-hmm. It's in the daily. So. Amen. What, Thank what, you. What do you want to share? What's in your heart? We want to hear you. Um, well, I want to say that I love you and the gift. You're, you are a gift to me. We were just talking about you, your family, the whole your whole crew, and what a gift they are to me personally and to our body, What, how much you provoke us um, to be about the things that matter. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um, I would say about you and what you lead, what you and Brian lead together, I think if I could if I could 
say, if I could describe it in one way, the way I would describe it today is that it provokes me to the things that matter and not the things that don't. I feel like you're always aware of what matters. And um, I'm super thankful. It's so easy to get <laughs> so distracted by things that don't matter yeah. or things that are lesser. They're just not, they're not the main thing. So anyway, um, yeah, I think, I you know, between the two of us, we have seven children. Mm-hmm. My oldest is 11, and you have a baby who's six. Six, and, and then, then a one and a and, half. And you have a one and a half year old. And so there's a lot of children. There's a lot going on, and I just can't. I'm so glad that the Lord doesn't put a heavy yoke on us. I'm so thankful that there is not pressure in his eyes to do something grand, but just to receive and obey every day. And I think that is what, um, I mean, I think that's why you named this podcast. It's just that he's, he is, he provides and sustains everything that he asks of us. And that is like the biggest relief ever. <laughs> He's not like, you know, I think about Pharaoh's, um, when, when Pharaoh had the taskmasters increase what was required of the slaves mm. with, with less materials and less time. I can't remember the details, but it, to me that is what, um, that's what the spirit of the world and a religious spirit says, like, do more with less. And so, you know, someone like me can just fall into a trap of like, okay, have I should have more kids and do more ministry with less energy and less love. <laughs> but I should just keep pushing. And the Lord is, you know, setting his people free and declaring a day of rest and yes. giving daily bread. Yes. And... Man, I just want to, I want to, I'm not there yet, but that's what I want to live in. And that's, that's who you are. You know, I think of you, I think of rest. When I think of you, I think of, (laughs) I do, I think of rest. I think I can come to you and you always bring me back to rest Mm -hmm. um, where he is and he's rest. When I think of the Godhead and I think of, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Mm. and what I'm drawn in with you, and even with Upper Room, um, just being here has been such a gift, but I am drawn into the Father's heart, Mm. which is rest, Mm -hmm. and there's very, I think there's very few moments where I feel like I'm connecting with the Father, and I'm just Mm. so overwhelmed with rest and love, and I so feel like you both you and mm. Michael have stewarded that and cultivated that mm. so well, mm. where it just brings you into the Father's love. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're just pointing everyone to Him, which mm. makes me really think of, I had this vision of Lo when I came mm-hmm. here, and um, it was beautiful. You were beholding Him, mm. and uh, you were just not even looking at the people you were just 
looking at him and I could just see that you were pointing mm. at everyone and teaching them how to mm. look at him. Mm. And I always, that was it. It was really short. Mm. And I was like, wow, like that, that's, that's it. And so mm. I'd even love for you to share, like, mm. what brought you there, like, um, to being all about beholding him. Yeah. Uh, thank you for saying that. I think, I think if truly I, every day I think if I could just keep my eyes fixed on you, Jesus, then no matter what I'm doing, like if the eyes of my heart can fix on you, because he's, you know, Hebrew says he's the author Mm -hmm. and the perfecter. And so... You know, he he who called you is faithful. He will finish what he started. He, like, it's all him. It's not me. It's all him. It's I no longer live. Christ lives in me. And so I think that if I can have my eyes fixed on him, if I can behold him, then I can, you know, for lack of better words, like, I'm winning. Then I, I did what I what I was called to do that day, you know, I think he, um, he is our daily bread. He said, you know, you have to eat my body and drink my blood, which sounds creepy. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, it's all him. And I think, you know, I, I, one of our favorite psalms here in this house is Psalm 27. And we, we, we look at how when David wrote Psalm 27, he had so much going on. There were armies surrounding him. His parents had deserted him. Like he describes it all in the psalm. All of it was surrounding him. And in the middle of like complete stress and chaos, he says this phrase, one thing have I desired to gaze upon your beauty and to inquire in your temple. And, you know, I really do think that, like, I, I, I don't think it's oversimplifying to say that if I could just keep my eyes fixed on him, then everything will flow from that place. Everything, like my parenting, my leading, my, as a wife, like there's no part he won't come into and fill and oh it's just I think I don't know you know how did I get there maybe out of desperation maybe out of like I'm too tired you know I the striving is just no you know we've been doing this for we've been doing this for almost 12 years and I just don't think I think we would have been burned out or in sin by now mm-hmm. if we were trying to do it in our own strength. Um, yeah, and I'm just so, he's so, he doesn't, what he requires of us is so simple. Yeah. I was reading Hebrews, uh, I think it's Hebrews 13, 12 or 13, but it talks about being content with what you have. Mm-hmm. 12, I think. And it was the most interesting thing, this phrase, it says, it says, don't covet, be content with what you have because the Lord is with you always. 
And I thought it was such a strange connection to think about, well, like I covet, you know, your purse or your car or your marriage or your lifestyle. But the answer to not coveting and to being content is to know that he's with you. Because if you have him, you have everything. everything. Which sounds like too spiritual, but I think it's really real. That's it. That's it. It's just just beautiful to see um, discipleship happen in a place of beholding, Mm. um, where you're just beholding him and being discipled unto him. And Mm -hmm. disciples are being made as you behold him. Mm. And so I think that really takes off even the things that we uh, learned Mm. or the things that we've made um, I don't know just I think uh, yeah made just traditional religious ways of Mm. um, bringing others into knowing (coughs) him Mm. but it's like without looking at him there's nothing yeah and so it's all unto him from him him, and it's all from him yeah he's the one that's feeding them he's doing it so yes that i think is everything that's everything and so i'm just so provoked Mm. um to believe that we are headed Mm. there Mm. um, that people will know that he's enough yeah that's it like he's the reward yeah so I've just seen that you know here I've seen it with you and that's just beautiful Mm. because I see him so I was just thinking about in this season like as we're recording this it's almost Christmas and mm -hmm. we're moving and so my mind, I have a lot, there's a lot going on, there's trips, and, and so my mind can get really full of just the to-dos. It's like all the little things, but it's a lot of little things, you know? Mm-hmm. And the other day, I, 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 I woke up, I, I woke up too early, I couldn't sleep, and my mind was just full of like, just dumb things, like... I need a new light fixture for that. Just like he said, I, it's like, oh my gosh, why is my mind? And did I get a Christmas gift for so-and-so? And, um, I forgot to get Truman socks or like, it just was a whole list. And I was laying in bed and I, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, whoa, <laughs> one thing, if you, can you just wash that all away and, and gaze on one thing ask for one thing and so I just it took some effort on my part to to quiet my mind to be still and go oh lord I don't need to worry about light fixtures and Christmas presents and what I'm gonna cook tomorrow and who's you know ah you know who hurt my feelings or whose feelings I hurt all the things that was going through my head that day and I thought I'm just gonna one thing and as I just dialed in I'm telling you I felt such rest and relief and joy and love and peace right it's I think it's the it's the struggle you know between Martha and Mary and (laughs) yeah it's just so real yeah real for us women and yes for anybody yes women it's the whole body of Christ. Yes. Like just being 
between that of Oh God, and it's not that Martha was bad. Martha was she was serving. serving. Mm-hmm. She was loving him the way she knew how or mm-hmm. thought was the way. Yes. And then there's Mary, and she's at his feet, listening and you know choosing oh. the way that moved his heart. And so I just see that like there's oh. that struggle, you know of. It's really adoration. Like, you're mm. just, what are we gonna, what are we gonna put our our awe in? Mm. You know. And so, I I just see that now, and I feel like that's. I know. I'm just believing for. Just a way where it's just pure adoration. Mm. Where it's just what you're saying. Just mm. stopping to hear him. And he says, whoa, you know? Yeah. I'll work all that out. If you just seek me first. Seek me first. Seek me first. (laughs) You actually stop and you do. Yeah. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And there's no shame and there's no condemnation. There's no guilt. But there's just really stopping and the looking at him and seeking him. You know what really gets me about that story is I think so many, I don't know about you, but, like, we've just tied up our our own self-worth and what we can accomplish. Yeah. And then I want to come to you and go, look what I, look all the things I did. Look at all yeah. the Bible studies I held. Not that I'm not dogging that, but the thing, <laughs> the things that, look at this. Look at my children. Look at my house. Look at my whatever. And I think we, I do that with the Lord. I feel good if, like, I can, I can show him, look what I did, God. And and I think he, how kind is he that he's like, you know what I would love more than anything? I would love for you to just sit here with me. Mm-hmm. That he he enjoys that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so kind. Mm-hmm. He's not like, yeah, but Marcella did more than you today. No, yeah. He's just like, come sit here. Yeah. That's so kind. Yeah. <laughs> and there's room. There's yeah. room for everyone to sit with him. Yes. Like, you know, that's what I love about friendship mm. and fellowship. Mm-hmm. Like with him, but with other people. Mm. Like when I think about my friendship and fellowship with him, mm. it's perfect. Mm. Um, but then I think when he builds friendship mm. with other people, it's also perfect. Mm. Because, you know, you're just able to wash each other and receive and yes. sit with each other without an agenda. Which yeah. is just like just pure love mm-hmm. and it's precious. Mm. And I do feel like that's something I keep thinking about the dream you had about the American Revolution and the women mm. and the children. Um, but I feel like it's from the place of friendship and fellowship. Mm. It's it's real. Yeah. It's authentic yeah it's not you're not trying to produce anything it's just it is what it is mm-hmm. and so I don't know if you want to share a little bit about about that about like yeah because when I think about <clears throat> revolution mm-hmm. I'm just like whoa yeah like, that's you true mm-hmm. but then I think about Jesus and Jesus was in his time yeah a revolutionist like, yeah just the way he was 
living yeah um the way he was breaking traditional barriers yeah and yeah he was sitting with women at the well not just any women but like samaritan women yeah so like that's what he was doing yeah Um, it looks so different but maybe you could share a little bit about... Yeah, I think I did. I had a dream months ago, and in my dream, I I, uh, I knew that I was a part of this, this organization called the Daughters of the American Revolution, mm-hmm. and that my, my oldest daughter and you and your oldest daughter, that what we were doing was so important for them, and... Um, I didn't know at all anything. I'd never heard of that, but it's a real organization. I woke up and looked it up. And what's interesting about it is that if you, um, the only way you can be a member is if you can prove that somebody in your family line fought in the Revolutionary War. So there's this legacy component of it. It's like this is partly yours. There's an inheritance, a sense of like, you can't just randomly choose it. It's it's something passed on and passed down, and um, and so I just felt the Lord speaking to me that what what you're doing as a woman seeking wholeheartedly after God, unhindered by by anything in your pursuit of Him, mm-hmm. and it's not unto. It's not unto a platform or you're, you know, building your own kingdom or whatever. It's just unto you being unhindered and fully seeking him and fully obeying him. That whatever he says, you will do. <laughs> you know, that it was so important for our daughters, that it was something of a of a legacy, of an inheritance. And I know we all come from different you know, in the church and how what what how what women are given permission to do or not do, but I feel like what God is saying is that there's like the the religious boundaries of like I know that and I completely respect different camps and how what you know their views on women, but I I think that the heart of God is to let women come after Him. Uh, completely free to pursue him wholeheartedly and I mean how he's how much how radical that he talked to a Samaritan woman at a well how radical that she was not even a she wasn't even a righteous Samaritan woman Mm -hmm. she was you know she was living in sin and yeah broken and he gave us permission for connection, for freedom. Vulnerability. Yeah. And so I, 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 you know, that we, that like what we're doing is for our daughters, that like some, we're making a way for them to see that, you know, you can be on fire for God. You can be completely in love with him. You're free to obey him. You are not you and and like the world doesn't have to have a hold on you you don't have to have a mixture in your life you can be you can be passionately laid down in love with Jesus and I want to fight for that for our daughters you know yeah me too and you know I keep thinking about Zoe and 
Hannah and I'm just getting emotional, but um, just seeing Zoe and her passion and, you know, the way she goes after the Lord and at six years old and it's so beautiful. <laughs> and I just, you know, everything in me wants to protect that inner heart. Yeah. And then I look at Hannah, mm. who this weekend she was she just got baptized. Um, and I was just wrecked <laughs> at her baptism. And Zoe was watching her, and it mm. was so beautiful because Zoe had so much joy in watching Hannah um, be baptized. And mm. it was like, Mom, you need to tell. Louisa and Michael, I want to be baptized. I want to be baptized. Mm. And it did something. It, like, provoked her mm-hmm. into wanting to do it before the church. She was like, mm. I want to do it before the church. Mm. And I thought, wow, like, she's so free in her mm. heart. And just even seeing Hannah come out of that water mm. is yeah. just pure joy. Yeah. I was like, Wow. <laughs> it's just it's it's just beautiful yeah it's what it should be and what it needs to be yeah i know how did so you know i'm watching it but like you're in it and you're seeing her you know come out of this baptism with joy i can't yeah weeping in her father's arms and no i i it's like a dream come true. Yeah. I I, I told someone I can die now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny is that it's, you know, when you love the Lord and you have children, it's all you want because you think like, well, gosh, I'm, I'm going to fail you. Everything's going to fail you. He will not fail you. And for you to know him and follow him is everything. You can, I don't care what else you get right in your life as long as you know that, you know, it's everything. And so for me, I, it's been so funny since that day. And she, she, she asked Jesus into her heart when she was younger, but she told me the sweetest thing as we were conversing about, like, she said, I want to be baptized. And so we began to talk about well, tell us why, tell us what it means to you, what, you know. And she said, um, she said, I feel like I don't have the full package. Wow. Like she knew that there was more of God. And she looked at me and she said, I really need it. Wow. And I thought, wow, if that's not how we all, like that's how we came in <laughs> is that one day, the grace of God showed us, I need this. I need to be washed. I need my old man to die. I need to be free. I need to give Jesus everything. But it's been so funny for me that since then, I have felt the Lord continually tell me, I want you to release her to me. Now she's mine. Like, you don't need to worry about, about all, you know, Yeah, like I'm going to father her. I'm going to teach her. I'm going to train her, and and she's pretty incredible. Yeah, I'm super. Thank you, God. He's so good. And she's Gen Z. She's Gen Z. She's. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She. She's Gen Z. 
which yeah. is beautiful. I think she's really a representation mm. of Gen Z. Mm. Um, and, you know, what this generation is longing for is real. Something authentic. It's something really authentic. Yeah. That they feel that they really need. Yeah. So even her Like, longing, don't market this to me. Yeah. 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 Her longing of, I need this. I, I need it. I want it for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of had a, the fear of the Lord in that moment where I was like, well, I, I'm not going to get in the way if you're saying you need, need this. That's incredible. Because um, I've been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just, even for that, because I feel like for Gen Z, you have such a beautiful heart for um, little ones and young ones. Mm. You know, my little one is so attracted to you. She's mm. just like, I love her. I love her. You so, like, you know, she's just so, she's so attracted to you, like your hugs mm. and, you know, your prayers. And, <laughs> and I love that. And I mm. can see, like, a, a younger generation just just being so attracted to the mm. presence of God. Yeah. And so, like, like your heart for Gen Z, because I feel like you're really key for Gen mm. Z. Um, mm. Like, what are, you, what are you thinking about this generation? Like, I think that God is... I think if we can just give them Jesus... Like, without all of our extra dressing him up. And I really think that's what they actually want. And I'm growing in that conviction even. Like, I don't think they want or need it to be cool or um, even relevant. Like, relevant, I mean, but, like, they don't need him to be watered down or, like, they need full... The fullness of God. And I just don't want to get in the way. I want to do everything I can to present the full who he is. And I think his presence, like his, when you're in a setting, in a, in a corporate setting, when the presence of God is there, there is this in, I can't use words, I don't know how to, you know, it's hard to describe, but there is an undeniable presence of God. Yeah that I think that we were all made for. Yeah. But I think Gen Z specifically has like a distaste for all the fluff around yeah. that like we've put around Jesus. To me, they seem just hungry for something real. I heard someone say like they've been the most marketed to, they know marketing more oh, than yeah. any of us ever. Yes, And so they they can... They can spot it a mile away. It's like, don't, I don't, like, don't mark it to me. <laughs> I just want, I just want him. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing that. Like, yeah, you guys we're seeing are that. seeing we're that. seeing that here. Mm-hmm. In Upper Rim. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so oh. many are saying, Gen Z's too lost, or, you know, Gen Z, it's not true. No. Like, we're seeing so many that are so hungry. Yeah. And that want him. Yeah, genuinely. Genuinely, mm-hmm. you know, like Hannah. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know if Zoe's Gen Z or she might be Alpha, but like seeing these kids who are just running yeah. to him. Yeah. 
so right he said it right don't hinder them from yeah. coming to me and i think sometimes we do all these things in an effort to present him to them and he just doesn't he doesn't need makeup no, he doesn't at all. No, no, he doesn't. He never has. Like the, the the way that he has revealed himself to people throughout time has been ways that, like in the natural, are offensive and strange. And yet, people have been coming to him since yeah. the beginning of time. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. Yeah. And so. <laughs> God, I'm so Thank grateful. God, I'm so grateful. Yeah. I just, you know, if you're listening right now and you're just like, wow, this is incredible. Like, I want more of him. I just want to encourage you mm-hmm. to really be in awe mm-hmm. of him. You know, I know, I think Francis Chan said this and it really caught me mm. um, where he said, you know, so many people think they have problems. Like, you know, I have a an addiction problem where I have this problem and mm. he said we it's not the problems it's you've lost your awe mm. like there is an awe problem you're no longer fascinated with him mm. and that's the problem mm. and I keep thinking about that like when you've lost your awe then you need to go back to that place of being in awe and being yeah. fully fascinated with him wow. and I I also believe you need friendship. Yeah. You need people. Yeah. Women in your life. Yeah. That are gonna, in moments when you're, you know, because life is real mm-hmm. and so much happens mm-hmm. in life testing, yeah. trials, yeah. losses. Mm-hmm. But you need people that are gonna mm-hmm. bring you back to being in awe mm-hmm. of Him. Yeah. Um, where you just. Get yeah. that faith to believe yeah. and to love and to go. Mm. And so yeah. I feel that, that that's what I found in you. Mm. It's like, man, like every time I sit with you, it's just like becomes all about him. Yeah. And we leave in tears and we're crying. And it was like, wow, I feel mm. so encouraged. Yeah. So in encouraged. Knowing him and mm-hmm. knowing that. I left in awe. Yeah. I would, I think, when I think of anyone listening, I think of two things. Like, one, you might be like, um, you might be like, well, I, I don't, I don't have that hunger. I don't have that awe. He will answer that prayer. Like, I just want to encourage anyone. He will answer that prayer if you ask him. I want you to be everything, Jesus. And the truth is that you're not right now, but I want you to be. He will come. He will show up. And then I would say, if you don't have friends, ask him for friends that yeah, love him. Yeah. He will also answer that prayer. He loves yeah. to answer those prayers. Yeah. So. And then I, I would say even be one who, um, in knowing that you're there, humbles mm-hmm. yourself and actually looks for someone. Yeah. And like sometimes we could just sit and wait and mm-hmm. feel like it's just going to drop in our lap. Yeah. Like, Go ask. Yeah, like mm. get up and go ask and mm-hmm. be intentional. Yeah. Because friendship is intentional. Mm. And so I just want to even encourage you to do that, to yeah, to go low and go look for yeah. other people. That Maybe mean. say the awkward, unnatural thing and say like, 
I want to be hungry for God. I want to have deep friendships. Yeah. I want to talk about Jesus. Will you be someone like that for yeah, me? <laughs> that, you know, it's so child, awkward. The but childlike yes. things, the vulnerable things, the awkward things. Yes. He loves that. Yeah. And, and so, people do too. And people really love that. <laughs> I love that. But people really do love that. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage that. Um, if you're, yeah. you know, in a place where you're just like, man, I feel really alone. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome conversation, but I feel this way. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. And so, Lord, give them courage. Yes, mm-hmm. Courage and humility. And humility. Which he draws near to the humble. Yes. And he really does. He loves it. Yeah. So get good at like, I found someone in the very beginning. I saw someone. I just loved seeing them worship. I just knew that they knew <laughs> something I didn't know. And I said, can I take you to lunch? And I said, can you tell me what you know? I don't, wow. I want what you have, but I don't have it. And man, did that bless me. Yeah. That friendship has blessed me. Because wow. I learned a lot. Well, this has been awesome, guys. I'm so encouraged, and I hope you are, too. Mm -hmm. I really hope that where you are, you are just filled with his presence Mm -hmm. and that you would know that he's there with you Mm -hmm. and that he really does enjoy you, Mm -hmm. that he loves you, and he values you. Mm -hmm. And so would you pray for women that are listening and some men? Listen, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Lord, we we do, we love you, and we thank you that you're so kind, you're so gentle, you're so patient, you're so present with us, Lord. And so, God, my prayer is for um, anyone that has a longing for the things that we're talking about that she would be able to lift her eyes and look at you and ask you, Jesus, lead me, show me. I want that. I want to be hungry for you. I want you to be everything. I want you to change me. I want you to give me the grace to sit with you. Give me the grace to let go of my to-do list. Give me the grace to have you be the one thing. And Lord, I pray that you would just begin to Um, highlight friendships and women who know you and love you so that people can grow together in intimacy and vulnerability and just hunger for you, Lord. So I just, we pray that you just begin, even now as I'm praying, I I, I feel like if you're listening and you're longing for that, the Lord's going to begin to put someone in your heart or on your mind that you can just reach out to and say, could we could we talk about this? Could we have a Bible study? Could we, could I learn from you? Um, so I just bless them. God, I bless them that even listening to this podcast is an indicator that you're hungry for God. And I bless that hunger to increase and grow and be fueled by the very presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Daily Bread Podcast. We hope this episode encouraged you. Be sure to subscribe here for more episodes and follow us on Instagram at womenwellgathering. Make sure to text the well to 469-202-4560 for more updates on our daily lives and Zoom Bible studies. We love you and thanks for tuning in.